is Katie Miller with Egg Country. Just wanted to put out some comments on Monday, August 12th, WASD and crop production reports, as well as the acreage number released by FSA. I know there's a lot of questions. The numbers between FSA and USDA were very, very different, but there are some points that need to be made. And the first is that even if you believe USDA is wrong, that doesn't mean the market is going to ignore it. So we have seen a fall in prices. The initial reaction after the report was very bearish from a technical standpoint. We violated quite a few support levels. We were limit down yesterday. We're weaker today on, on Tuesday the 13th. It's going to be incumbent on market bulls now to prove that there is an actual issue. We're pretty close to harvest, so what's going to have to happen at this point probably is that we're going to have to get combines in the field and they're going to have to come up short compared to what USDA said. That said, that doesn't mean that all the opportunity is gone right now. Hopefully, producers made some decent sales through May, June, July, and we can take those sales and we are getting carry back in the market because of the perceived surplus that's out there right now. As of the 13th, we have 26 cents a carry between the December 19 contract and July of 20. Anything 27 or better starts to look pretty attractive as a roll opportunity. It'd be about 70% of, of full cash carry, which I'm calculating at about 38 cents right now for our, our territory. Producers can take advantage of that. They made the sale in May, say they made a $4 sale. They can roll that ahead now for 38 cents, deliver next July, and they actually have a 438 sale, futures-wise basis I'm not including in that there's obviously a good chance that your July basis is going to be better than what the December is but we don't know that at this point that's one thing the other part is you need to if you're going to do that make sure that one you're still going to be able to to generate enough cash at your end to pay your bills and I would say in most cases we should be able to do that storage is going to be an issue for some, but hopefully most have cleared out a lot of the old inventory for 2018 and can move this into it and take advantage of those bins out there to generate some extra cash flow. The other part to talk about is understanding what USDA is really saying compared to what FSA is saying. There's a lot of questions about why those numbers are so far apart, but it is not an apples to apples comparison. First part is that NASA's definition of planted corn area is not the same as FSA's definition. NASA is going to include any corn that was put in as a cover crop. If you planted corn in South Dakota on the 1st of July because you had cattle and you hope that, you know, hopefully it makes it to silage, I can chop it after September 1st under this year's crop insurance rules. If it makes it great, if it doesn't, well, at least I tried. NASA is going to include that as a planted acre of corn. FSA is not. So that's the first problem. The other part is USDA's numbers are going to include any acres that are not enrolled in the farm program. They are looking at all acres in the U.S. FSA is never going to see some of those acres. There's a certain percentage of producers that will not be involved in the farm program. And FSA is not going to recognize that. So it's a small percentage, but there is some acres out there. Third is FSA's acreage historically isn't going to be complete until about October for the major crops. Different states have different reporting dates. The information has to be compiled. Guys are filing revised 578s, and this year is probably worse for that than other years. And even when we get to the winter, these numbers are not going to reconcile. They will never be the same. They never are. 
So it's more helpful to compare FSA to FSA over time, NAS data to NAS data. Additionally, while NAS isn't going to revise the August report, we have to understand what this report is. It's an estimate, and that means it's going to have a margin of error. If you go towards the back of either the crop production or the WASD report, they're going to give you their confidence interval. So USDA said on Monday, we believe there's 90 million acres of corn that have been planted. The yield on those acres is 169.5. 82 million acres will actually end up harvested. That's their model's estimate. They believe with a 90% confidence that the final number is really going to be between 13 billion bushels and 14.76 because they have a, an error of margin of, of 6.2%. That's a pretty big range. That range will get narrower and narrower as we get through harvest, as we get closer and closer to a final production number. So they're also gonna add over the past 20 years, we've had an average miss between August and our final estimate. And that average miss is 305 million bushels. So in any given year, you might be able to say that based on this information, production is really somewhere between 13.6 billion bushels and 14.2 billion bushels, which is a little bit more acceptable than their 90% confidence interval. Whether they miss high or low, pretty roughly equal. It's not skewed one way or the other. FSA, on the other hand, doesn't have a margin of error because it's not an estimate. They're just reporting what's on their books right now. So that's really the short version, but the point is we still have time for these numbers to change but market bulls have to prove that this is wrong at this point. And we are probably going to eat up a fair amount of time doing that. And time is the constraining factor on a lot of sales decisions. You are probably far more likely to run out of time than you are anything else in this. And because we are so close to harvest, some guys are really gonna have to start planning out when to make the sales and, and what they're going to do. As far as the actual numbers, again, NAS saying 90 million acres were planted, a harvested area of 82 million. It's a roughly average amount of harvested acres as a percent of planted. If there's a case to be made where USDA might make different changes, that's probably the best candidate. When it comes to yield, USDA has an estimate of 169.5. That was a, a surprise to the market. Most were not looking for an increase, let alone a three, three and a half bushel increase. The states with the largest percent yield drops compared to last year were Illinois. They're projected at 181 bushel an acre compared to 210 last year. Ohio coming in at 160 compared to 187 last year. Indiana at 166 compared to 189. Just for interest sake, North Dakota yields predicted at 146. That's down about 4.5% from last year. South Dakota projected at 157. That's down at about 2% from last year. Minnesota down 5% from last year at 173, and Wisconsin down 4% to 165. On the balance sheet, USDA is reflecting that the higher prices we've seen the past two months have cut into demand, and that's hard to argue with right now. Corn use for ethanol reduced by about 5 million bushels, but the bigger problem here is going to be exports. We have seen a very slow pace the past two months. Now that's a bigger burden to the 18 crop than it is for the 19 but we've seen increased competitiveness out of South America, Ukraine coming in with a bigger crop than what a lot of people expected. And when you look at the value of the US dollar compared to other currencies, we continue to be very, very strong. And that's difficult when South America is sitting on plenty of bushels and is more than willing to get those out right now. 
We are also seeing some demand decrease out of China. That's not necessarily a trade issue. This is a total demand decrease. And a lot of that has to do with swine fever and a few other issues. As far as soybeans, planted area down to 76.7. Yield was unchanged compared to last month at 48.5, but that's a, a good jump lower than what we saw in 18. Again, the largest reductions in yield compared to last year were Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. North Dakota yield projected just very slightly off of last year at 35 bushel an acre compared to 35 and a half last year. South Dakota down a bushel from last year at 45 bushel. Minnesota down four and a half bushel from last year, so we are seeing some impact there. Wisconsin down about two bushel from last year. On the balance sheet, though, the good news is that we continue to lose some stocks because of the lower production. At 755 million bushel, they're still way too high, but it's a lot better than the 1 billion bushel that's projected for the 2018 crop year. Unfortunately, exports reduced by 100 million bushels, so it's clear we still have an uphill battle on demand, but we'll take what we can get. Again, the value of the U.S. dollar has a lot to say about that, as well as the fact that we still have quite a few hangups with China, which was the biggest buyer. One note on that average price projected at 840. That is the trigger price for a PLC payment as we head into sign up for the new farm bill. It's not to say we're going to be higher or lower, but just notice that we're at a at an important point. Wheat, all wheat production forecasted up from last month and last year. All wheat yield at 41.6 is four bushel better than what we had in 18. It's 1.6 bushel better than last month. Winter wheat is accounting for a lot of that jump, although admittedly there are some quality issues in the soft red winter crop. That's not going to be discussed in the USDA production report. As for spring wheat, USDA raised the yield two bushel from last month, up about a bushel from last year to 49.2. Durham yield is up three bushel from last year, although production is still down sharply because of lower planted area. Balance sheet, wheat is still struggling. USDA did pick up some demand because of some crop issues in the EU, Russia, Kazakhstan. But like soybeans, the good news is we are supposed to come off of the worst of it. We're still too high. Prices projected to also come down compared to the 18 crop year. Right now, the, the 19 crop year projected at a 20 cent loss at just $5. So that's just further proof. Market operates at a lot of influences. It's not just a pure measure of supply and demand. Hardwood spring wheat balance sheets calling for 323 million bushel ending stock in 2019, basically even with last month, but it's a big jump in stocks to use from the 2018 crop and just something to keep in mind in terms of pricing opportunities and basis down the road. Please visit agcountry.com for more information.